Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Well, good morning, everyone. So great to be with you and um, so encouraged. We, we can't script what just happened this morning. Cos basically preached my message and by listening to her, I think she's probably going to do a better job. Well done, Cos. And uh, we so appreciate her work. But a huge welcome to everyone. Great to have you joining us um, online. Trust that it's uh, going to be the most amazing week ahead of you. A couple of things just before we share this morning, some thoughts out of the Word of God. Firstly, a big shout out to all of our HSC students that are preparing and uh, uh, getting ready for their HSC exams. Really want to encourage uh, us as a church family to be praying for them during the course of the coming weeks. What a big deal um, in light of COVID and all the challenges that are there. So really want to encourage us as a church family to be praying um, for our HSC students. Please let's do that and do it strong and do it together. Also during the week, some great news um, about Shell Harbour. Now, I don't know if you were aware, there was a fair bit of confusion around this, uh, but over the last week, Shell Harbour has been moved out of the greater Sydney region, as now has been released back into uh, the regional setting. And I tell you, that is good news, really, really good news, because today I'm making the promise that the first Sunday back, I'm going to sing the happy song, first song for everyone, on the basis that. The band learned the song, amen, and I know that they'll smash that song out. But that'll be my promise to you, first Sunday back. We'll be dusting off an old song from many, many years ago, and we look forward to that. Just wanted to to share something with you. happened to me not last Thursday, but the Thursday before last. I was um, sleeping, awoke early in the morning, and I had this this one thought on my mind, and the thought was this, we need a BHAG. I just kept going over and over again, the church, our church, our community, we need a big BHAG. And I didn't know what the BHAG was, and you're probably thinking now, what's a BHAG? What's that mean? Well, BHAG means a big, hairy, audacious goal. That's what a BHAG is, if you weren't sure. And I really couldn't move for two days, for Thursday and Friday, that we need a BHAG. So I started praying on Friday afternoon and then into Saturday, Lord, we need a BHAG, and I really didn't get anything. I didn't know any answers or anything that came to mind. Well, on Monday or Tuesday of that, of that next week, I received an email from some folk that we know who have a really, really big need. And I won't tell you this morning what it is, but next Sunday morning I plan to share with you what this need is. And I'm very hopeful that together, as a church, we'll be able to achieve this big, hairy, audacious goal by the end of the year. Amen. So I look forward to sharing that with you next Sunday. But today we want to jump into our series that we've been doing in Psalm chapter 37. And today I really so encourage that you've tuned in. And our prayer today is that you receive something from the Word of God. And also a special happy birthday to Glenda today. And I hope that Dave is looking after you, Glenda. At some point, we look forward to sharing one of those famous pizzas with you. Amen. So today, we continue our journey out of Psalm chapter 37. And again today, I feel to talk about the power of praising God, as you've just heard in communion and you've heard through the children's segment as well. Some of us haven't got it yet, but trust me, as we do, some of the things that are happening in our lives are going to change as we understand the power of what it means to praise God as an individual, as together. In fact, I want to start this morning out of a great uh, text of Scripture, Psalm chapter, excuse me, Psalm 150. I want to read it to you today. Listen to what it says. It says, Praise the Lord. 
Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Listen to it. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the flute and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Oh, some dance moves are coming. Praise Him with the stringed instruments and flutes. Praise Him with loud cymbals. We love that. Praise Him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Everything that has breath praise the Lord. Well, today I want to remind us That praise is a weapon. When you praise God, you remind yourself, the enemy, and the circumstances that you face, that God will have the final say, and that there is nothing that can stand in the way of his deliverance as we praise God. In fact, I believe that authentic praise, praise from the heart, I'm not talking about a a song that we play on our CD. I'm I'm not just talking about wording off some some, um, um, thoughts towards God, but I'm talking about authentic praise. When we have authentic praise, I believe that that praise carries supernatural power to change the atmosphere completely and opens the doors to miracles, signs and wonders because praise activates our faith. Amen. Praise activates our faith. And I thought this morning... What is praise? Praise is about having faith in the character of God, even when we're struggling with life's challenges. It's when we choose to focus on Him and believe in Him. I believe that when we're faced with challenges, bad news, disappointments, negative diagnosis, COVID-19, the best and the most productive thing that you and I can do is to praise the Lord, is to delight in His goodness because when we praise God and we delight in His goodness, circumstances change in and around our lives. Amen. Friends, I believe it's so important that we discover again the power of praise. But I was thinking about it during the week. What stops us from having a praising heart? I believe with all of my heart today, in this season that we're in, in fact, in every season that we're in, we're meant to carry and possess a praising heart. Amen? In all things, in every situation, whether we're excelling or whether we're going through a difficult time, whether we're happy, whether we're sad, we're meant to always have a praising heart. But the thought was, what stops a praising heart? Well, I reflected on some of the other thoughts in the book of Psalm, chapter 37, verses 7 to 8. I want to read them to you this morning because there's a couple of thoughts there that talk about the things that stop us from having a praising heart. And it starts with this in verse 7 of chapter 37. It says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret because of Him who prospers in His way, because of the man who, who brings wicked schemes to pass, Cease from anger, forsake wrath, do not fret, it only causes what? Harm. Do not fret, it only causes harm. Do not fret. What is the word fret there defined as? It's defined as this, to be constantly or visibly anxious. To be constantly or visibly anxious. Don't worry. If you worry, it will only cause you harm. Worry stops us from praising God. Worry limits us from our potential to praise our God in heaven, to celebrate Him, to lift Him up, to exalt Him. And as we do that, He says and declares in His Word that He inhabits our praises. So worry this morning is the direct opposite of praise. When we worry, we magnify the negative thing we think might happen and we're consumed by worrying thoughts. We magnify the what if rather than magnifying the I am. 
I'll say it to you again. We magnify the what if rather than magnifying the I am. Worry consumes us. And this morning, just wanted to touch on here, what did Jesus teach about worry? Jesus had quite a bit to say about a worrisome heart. And we pick it up in Matthew chapter 6. He says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. They do not worry. Then it goes on in verse 34. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own thing. Sufficient for today is its own trouble. I love that text of Scripture there because three times Jesus commands us not to worry. Not to worry, amen. Jesus knows how destructive worry really is. Worry eats away at us. It distorts who we are. And there's a total, excuse me, it's a total opposite of a praising heart. Listen to this this morning. The fruit of worry is fear. The fruit of praise is faith. Amen. And where do you want to live this morning, friends? Where do you want to park yourself right now in this moment, in this week, during the course of the next month per se? Do you want to park yourself in worry that leads to fear? Or do you want to park yourself in praise that leads to faith? Amen. I don't know about you, but I certainly know where I want to park my life. I want to park it firmly in the field of praise, amen, that ultimately leads to faith. And I don't know who that's for this morning, but I believe there's people out there that need to get a handle on the power of praise this morning because it's going to lift you out of where you are and take you to where God wants to sit you. Amen. What does worry do? Well, worry, it cripples us emotionally and spiritually. It distorts the real us. When we worry all the time, it distorts who we are and cripples us emotionally. Another thing that worry does, it corrupts our thinking. We begin to doubt God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all the ways acknowledge him and he will let you down. It doesn't say that, friends. It says to trust in the Lord with all your heart. But when we worry, it corrupts our thinking and we begin to doubt God. Third thing about worry, what worry does, worry destroys our, our joy. It robs us of joy when we're worrying all the time. And I love the old analogy, what is worry like? When people are worrisome and worrying all the time, It's like sitting in a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it takes you nowhere. That's what happens when we worry. In fact, 92% of what people worry about never comes to pass. 92% of the stuff that we give our energy and our emotion to doesn't happen. That's why Jesus said, don't worry, amen. He's in control. He's in command. All the time, he's in command. So today, the antidote for worry, I believe with all of my heart, is praise. If you're worried today, if you feel like you're being overcome with a bit of fear and anxiety right now in this time in your life, then understand that the antidote to that is praise. As we praise Him with all that we have. I feel like jumping into a song right now, but I'd embarrass everyone. But I just know that praise is the answer to our lives in every season, but in particular this season that you find yourself in right now. Praise the Lord. Amen. Some of us need to find our Praise face, our praise voice, our praise heart again, amen. The antidote to worry is praise. For every worry that you have, replace it with a declaration of praise. Worried about your finances? Praise God for his provision, amen. Praise God for his provision. See what happens as you do that. Worried about tomorrow? Praise God for directing your path today, amen. 
Praise God in every situation. Another thought, turn your worry into worship. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. This morning, if you're finding a little bit difficult to delight in the Lord, then I would say without exception, you need to start praising him. Because I find that as you praise God, you can't help but want to delight your heart in him. Amen. As you start to reflect on the goodness of God, as you start to think about what God's done, if you think about what Jesus achieved for us on the cross, something happens happens in our heart, it explodes with thankfulness and gratitude. Amen. But that only happens as we praise God, as we praise God, as we start to verbalize our thanks. To turn your worry into worship, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Listen to this thought. Praise leads to joy and the joy of the Lord is our what? Praise leads to joy and the joy of the Lord is what, friends? What does the Bible say? The joy of the Lord is our strength, amen. We need more strength in this season. We need more strength in this time. And the key to more strength in your life, in my life, is in praising God. Because as we praise Him, we're automatically filled with joy. And His joy is our strength, amen. His joy is our strength. But as I reflected on this message, I thought as many people have allowed themselves to become negaholics. Negaholics, always focusing on the negative. And it's robbing you of your faith. And if you want to break out of the fear and the bondage, the answer to that is to start praising God, to start praising our King, to start praising our Lord. And you might be thinking today, well, Shane, it's all right for you. It's okay for you. You've got a direct line to the big man above. How funny is that? (laughs) But you don't know. You might be thinking, you don't know what I'm going through, what's going on in my world right now. You you just don't know that, that I'm tired, that I'm frustrated. I'm feeling a little bit burnt out. I don't feel like praising God. I get that. Understand that totally. Before I respond to that, I want to share a scripture with you that has changed the way that I praise God. It's in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 15, and it says this, Therefore by Him, Jesus, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is the fruit of our lips, giving of thanks to His name. Listen to it this morning, because you might not feel like praising God, but listen to what it says there, Let us by Him continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to His name. The sacrifice of praise. A sacrifice of praise. What I'm learning is this. The starting point for praise is not how I'm feeling or the circumstances surrounding me, but who God is. Listen to it again. The foundation of praise, the starting point for praise is not how I'm feeling or the circumstances surrounding me in my life right now, but who God is. When you get this, your attitude to praise starts to change because you realise praise is not based on an emotion. Praise is based on a decision, an act of one's will. Amen. Not based on what's happening in and around your world, but based on a decision that you make. Praising God is not from an emotional response at first. What do I mean by that? Well, there have been seasons in my life, in all of our lives, where we've gone through some difficult times. 
Some devastating things have happened. We've gone through some really hard times. And in those times, you can feel not like praising God. You don't want to praise God. It's just so hard to open up your mouth and you feel so dry and so destitute on the inside. But I've found that as you start to make that conscious decision to get up out of your grief, to get up out of your pain, to get up out of whatever it is, and you start to consciously focus on praising God, then joy comes as a result of that, friends. You see, today you might be needing a breakthrough in your life. I want to encourage you, don't look to the government for your breakthrough. Look to the government of heaven for your breakthrough. I mean, start to worship Him. Start to praise Him. Start to lift up your voice despite the way that you're feeling on the inside and then watch the breakthrough comes as a result of that. Why? Because God inhabits the praises of His people. Love that. Just love that. So praising God is not from an emotional response at first. Praising God is an act of our will It's a choice we make. We sacrifice our limited emotions on the altar of praise. And as we begin to praise, our emotions change from feeling trapped to feeling free. Come on, friends. Anyone going to get their praise on this week? Anyone out there going to make a conscious decision to praise God despite what you're looking at, despite what's going on, despite the difficulty, despite the unanswered um, situation that you're facing, despite all that, make the choice to put some praise on this week and exalt Him. And as you praise Him, He comes and He habits His, His people. Amen. Praise begins to change our emotions from feeling trapped to feeling free. And that's why we said in the beginning, praise is a weapon. It's one of the weapons of our warfare. But my question to you this morning is, are you using it or are you allowing yourself to be locked in fear? Get out of fear and get into praise. Get out of a a sense of feeling hopeless and get into praise. As you start to praise Him, things change. Doors open as you start to do that. Amen. But don't stay where you are today. Praise Him and see it as a sacrifice. See it as a decision that you make. I believe in this season we're in, it's time to get our high praises on. Our lives and our families and get all of us back into praising God. I love this verse of Scripture here. It was shared this morning. Psalm 149, and let let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hands. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. We are in a season right now where we need to actively and, and, and corporately and individually as we can, sing the high praises of God. Surround ourselves while we're driving in our car. Make sure that whatever we've got on in our homes, wherever we are in every situation that we can, surround ourselves with praise and allow ourselves to be lifted where we start to share the high praises of God. Amen? You know, if I could sing a little bit better, I'd try and sing a song. I shared last week, been listening to this, this, this worship team called the, the Maverick City Worship. I think that's what it's called. And I listened to a song from last week. And over this last week, again, I've been listening to another song. It's called High Praises. And can I encourage you, you go to Spotify, you can get it on YouTube. Just play that song. As soon as I finish today, as soon as you... 
pack up church and, and get ready for lunch or whatever, and you're home, get that song and play it as loudly as you possibly can without upsetting your wife. Amen. Get that song, play it loud, and play it over and over again, and just watch the joy level, just watch the faith level start to build in your life. Because as we get extravagant in our praises, as we start to lift our voices, these are the things that God does as I finish today. As we praise Him, it brings you into His presence and draws you closer to Him. As we praise Him, it opens doors and makes rough places smooth. As we praise Him, it defeats the work of the enemy in and around our lives. As we praise Him, it fills us with joy and gives us a sense of happiness. Amen. And most importantly, as we praise Him, it brings revival into our hearts and into our families and into our community and into our nation. And don't we need revival in our nation today? Sorry, friends, I'm running out of voice. Amen. But I pray today that you get this this morning. If you get this today, It'll change your life. If you get this today, it'll make all the difference in your journey with God, not only through COVID. COVID will be done at some point, but through every situation as you journey through life, there will be times where you need to stir up your heart and make that conscious choice to praise God, to bring Him the sacrifice of praise. Even though you don't feel like doing it, you do it because you know it's the right thing to do. It's the best thing to do. So I encourage you, friends, this week. I know for some of us, possibly many of us, we may well have lost our ability to praise God. <clears throat> you might be one of those people that are locked into worry today. Snap out of that now in Jesus' name, amen. Worry will do you no good. Or you might be discouraged or disappointed <clears throat> about what's taken place in your life. Can I encourage you today to pick up your garment of praise and swap it? for the, for the um, spirit of heaviness, amen. Pick up the garment and put on praise again. Put on praise again. But you could be facing all sorts of situations today, uncertain about the future. Friends, I want to encourage you today. Again, put on the garment of praise and start to praise the King. If I could help you today, for some of us, we <clears throat> might have done this in the past and have stopped doing it. I encourage you again to revisit some of those old ways because they are the best ways. For others of you this morning, you might have never, ever known what it means to verbalise praise to God. Can I encourage you this week, like Jesus said in the book of Matthew, go into your room and close the door. Find a quiet place before God. And if you're not sure how to praise God, then open up your Bible to the book of Psalms. Maybe start around Psalm 149, Psalm 150, and just start to read it out. Just start to verbally read it out. Praise, one of the most powerful forms of praise is verbal expression to God, amen. Thanking Him, telling Him, blessing Him for who He is. But you might have never done that, but can I encourage you, find that quiet place. And in the background, have some sort of worship going on that touches your heart. And spend some time praising God. Spend some time just for the first time. It might feel a bit awkward, but can I say that as you do this, you're going to find that as you do it, 
your joy level is going to start to rise. Your faith level is going to start to rise. And before you know it, you'll probably have your hands in the air. and You'll probably be that loud. Your friends will come and knock on the door and tell you to shut up. You say, no way, I'm not shutting up in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm praising my God. Praising my God. Because praise is the pathway to heaven. Praise is the pathway to the heart of God. Amen. And He's wanting us to understand again the power of what it means to praise Him. Amen. So let's this week be a praising people. Let's this week pick up that that garment of praise again. Let's this week, maybe for the first time, find a quiet place and start to practice your praise. And as you do that, you'll be amazed at what God does because praise is a powerful weapon. Can we just bow our heads and pray together as a family? Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for teaching us, Lord, about the power of praise, that it truly is a weapon against the forces of darkness. Praise is the pathway into your throne room. Praise is the pathway into your presence, Lord. And Lord, today, praise is also the pathway to revival and breakthrough. Lord, this week, may we find ourselves revisiting and stirring again a heart of praise. I pray, Lord, for those that have not yet experienced what this means, that you would just lead them by your Spirit this week, that they would find a quiet place and open their Bibles and start to praise you, Lord. Because, Father, we truly declare you are worthy of all of our praises. And, Father, we just want to say this morning, we love you as a people. Lord, we're not dismayed. We're not discouraged by this situation that we're in. We know that you are the God that leads us that you have what's happening in the world today. You're aware of it all, God, and you have a master plan. And we thank you this morning. God in heaven, we're a part of your master plan. And Lord, we just choose you today. We choose our hearts to be focused on you today. We, We put off worry and anxiety and we just say, God, fill our hearts again afresh with faith and hope because there is a hope and a future in you. So we give you all the praise. And all the thanks. And we love you with all of our hearts. You are so worthy, God. We praise you today. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Well, God bless you. Have the most amazing week. Make sure through this season you're looking out for those around you as well. But be blessed. Have the most incredible week in Jesus' name. Amen.